You're listening to Permission To, the podcast where we dive into the science and soul of owning your worthiness as a perfectly imperfect human being. I'm your host, Sam Jew, psychotherapist, positive psychology coach, mama to a beautiful five-year-old, Emily, and passionate advocate for living an inspired life. My aim is to show you that you have full permission to own your worthiness so that you can embrace your true nature and begin walking boldly toward your dreams. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Permission 2. Today, we are going to be talking about all things creating lovingly firm boundaries. I'm going to cover what boundaries are, where do you begin with even knowing where to set boundaries, because that question comes up so much, and how to set boundaries. And let me just say from the very beginning, if you're a bit of a people pleaser or you feel a lot of resistance or fear around setting boundaries, let me just share this nugget with you. The kindest thing that you can do for the people you love and care about and for the people in your community is to set clear and firm boundaries. The most hurt that I have ever caused in my life, any conflict or even lost friendships that has happened along the way has always come from me not setting lovingly firm boundaries because when we don't set boundaries a lot of emotions and frustration and resentment can build up and that can end up really undermining our relationships so I truly believe that setting boundaries is a very loving thing to do so let's dive in so what actually are boundaries essentially a boundary is a limit or a space between you and the other person a clear space where you begin and the other person ends. And the purpose of setting a healthy boundary is to protect you and your energy and to take good care of you. Healthy boundaries support you to own your identity, to be unapologetically you, and they help you communicate what you will and won't do. And whilst often these boundaries can be psychological or emotional, they can also be physical, For example, declining physical contact from a person. That's something that I'm really big on teaching my daughter, you know, that she doesn't have to accept a hug or a kiss if she doesn't feel comfortable with it. We've often been kind of brought up, you know, being told that, you know, it's rude or it's impolite not to set boundaries around our physical space. But actually, it's so important for our well-being and for our safety that we can Um, set physical boundaries. Even something as simple as choosing when you respond to a phone call or choosing when you respond to a Facebook message. Like I work with so many women who are like, oh, I saw this Facebook message and now they know that I've seen it. And so I have to reply straight away. And it's like, "Mm, do you like you're allowed to wait a couple of days to respond to a message if you need some space. Uh, Just because you've seen something doesn't mean that you have to respond to it straight away. Yeah, there's all different kinds of boundaries and our boundaries might be rigid, which means that there's no flexibility. We're not willing to budge or negotiate at all, or they might be super loose and we're always saying yes. And we're always, you know, giving and um, allowing people to kind of move our boundaries or ideally they can be somewhere in between where they're, they're flexible, but they're really clear or they might even be non-existent. 
Uh, A complete lack of boundaries might indicate that you don't have a strong identity or that you are really enmeshed with someone else's identity. And sometimes that can come down to that low self-worth piece. So if you haven't listened to my previous episode on self-worth, I really recommend that you do that as well. And so when we talk about our boundaries being too enmeshed, the way I like to explain that is that it's almost like in some relationships, we can lose our identity. And so we don't know where our identity begins and ends and where that other person that we're in relationship with begins or ends. Sometimes this can mean that we kind of lose our voice in a relationship. So for example, you know, say your partner always wants pizza on a Friday night, but you really feel like Thai food. If after a couple of years of being in relationship, you stop saying, hey, I really feel like Thai tonight. Could we try Thai? Um, Because and you just go, oh, yeah, let's just get pizza because that's what you want essentially what's happened there is that you've kind of lost your sense of identity and you just kind of given up showing up. So boundaries are also about like showing up as you are, like really owning who you are and voicing what you desire and what you want. The question that I get the most when I talk about boundaries is actually, how do you even know where to start with boundaries? You know, like if I said to you, well, where do you want to start setting better boundaries in your life? You might not actually know straight away and that's okay. You know, it's actually pretty normal. Sometimes it takes a little bit of unpacking to really figure out uh, what kind of boundaries you need to set. So the first thing to do is to kind of step back and have a look at yourself. What are your boundaries for yourself? What are your desires? Um, Are you really clear with yourself and the other people around you about what's important to you, what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do? Because not having boundaries can negatively impact on all areas of your life. So once you uh, have figured out what you want from yourself and from other people and what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do, You can start to look at all the different areas of your life and this will help you kind of flesh it out even more. So think about your work or your business or parenting, friends, family. Think about all those areas of life and just start to check in with yourself about each of those areas. Are you experiencing any resentment, anger or stress or even burnout in any of these areas? Because they could be good places to start exploring your boundaries. For example, if you started a new job and your boss is asking you to work 50 hours and you're starting to feel really stressed, uh, that might be a sign that, you know, that the hours that you're being asked to work are crossing a boundary of what is right for you, what is good for you. Or if you notice that you have a friend who maybe they just like to show up uninvited to your house, which some people love that. And some people don't like that. I'm definitely on the, I like to plan things. I don't love people just showing up at my house. So, but let's say you've got a friend that just shows up at your house uninvited and you find it really stressful and disruptive. Uh, there might be a boundary that needs to be set around actually, like, I really love to see you, but I want to like plan our catch-ups. I don't like being that spontaneous. 
you know, and that's the thing about boundaries. They're also unique because someone else might be like, oh my God, I love that I have a friend who can just show up and that's how I want to live my life. And whereas someone else might be like, oh no, that's really not me. So once you've gone through all the different areas of your life, really think about those specific relationships. Is there anyone who you have trouble saying no to? What are you doing in your life right now that doesn't feel right? That doesn't feel aligned to you and your values? Is there anyone that you feel is taking advantage of you or asking for too much from you? These are the questions that you can ask yourself and they will start to give you some clues around where you need to set your boundaries. And so then when you feel ready to set your boundaries, when you actually have defined what they are. So like that simple example I gave was, I don't like people to just show up at my home. I prefer that they contact me and we organize the time to catch up. That is, that's me defining a boundary. What I would then do is communicate that with a friend um, or family member um, and make sure I keep it really simple. And that just means communicating it, not over explaining. Sometimes as women, we tend to, if we don't feel comfortable with a boundary, if we feel a bit of guilt or a bit of anxiety, we tend to kind of over explain and overindulge in information about why we're setting this boundary. You don't actually need to really explain why. You could say something like, oh, Look, I've noticed that I get a bit overwhelmed when people show up unannounced. So I'm asking everyone to kind of start, you know, checking in with me before they visit. Uh, So you've let people know how you feel there and you've also let them know what your preference is. Um, And then you just want to keep it simple. And also, I guess there needs to be some consequences if people don't respect your boundaries, you know. So what are you going to do if someone does just show up? Is that something you're going to kind of respond to based on the situation? Yeah. Or is it something where you're going to be more flexible, but then let remind them of the boundary for next time? You know, but I think it's really important that you don't declare a boundary unless you're prepared to kind of stick to it. So that might be like if someone shows up unannounced being like, oh, it's so good to see you, but I'm so sorry. Like this just isn't a good time. So you know, let's organize a catch up for later in the week or something like that. So that way you're kind of repeating the boundary. The thing to be prepared for with setting boundaries is at first people might not like it and it's not your job to predict their emotional reaction to you setting boundaries. And it's not your job to make them feel okay about your boundaries. Your job is just to keep setting them and to kind of keep holding them. So Um, there's this technique called the broken record technique where we just kind of repeat ourselves and you know you might reframe it but you're kind of just giving them the same message over and over again so that eventually they will hopefully really get like yeah this is this is their boundary and I need to respect that and you know maybe sometimes people feel really scared like oh that's going to make me a bad friend or a bad partner or a bad mom But, but it's actually helping that person know you better, know what you need and know what to expect from you. So they're going to feel more secure in the relationship. Yeah. Like I said, there's going to be much less risk of like that conflict. And, you know, like I have had a couple of friendships that, um, you know, not all friendships last for forever. And I think they just naturally took their course. But in fact, when I think back to it, I think a lot of it was because I didn't really have clear boundaries. I kind of felt really unhappy with how I was being treated for a long time 
But instead of actually talking about it and setting a boundary earlier on, I let it build up and build up and build up until I was like, oh, I'm just so over this. I can't, I don't want to be friends with this person anymore. So I guess when I reflect on my own life and my journey with setting boundaries, what I've realized is that, yeah, if I set them earlier, my relationships are much more loving and kind for myself and for those around me. So I'm just going to finish up with something called the Gestalt Prayer. So this is by a really famous Gestalt psychotherapist, Fritz Perls. And um, I just love this. I think this really um, sums up boundaries beautifully. So and that that just that idea that we need to be separate whole people (laughs) um, to, to be well and to to feel fully ourselves. So I do my thing and you do your thing. I am not in this world to live up to your expectations and you are not in this world to live up to mine. You are you and I am I. And if by chance we find each other, it's beautiful. If not, it can't be helped. I love that. It just makes me think in the end, all we can do is set our boundaries. We can't predict how someone's going to respond, but we learn a lot about them and we learn a lot about our relationship as well by how they respond and we can make choices about who we stay in relationship with and who we don't. So that's it for today. I just wanted to do a really short and sweet little episode on setting boundaries because it comes up so much. I will be doing a separate episode on how to say no. And so we'll go much more into the communication around saying no and setting boundaries. But this is to help you get started in actually identifying what you need to change around your boundaries and maybe who you want to have different boundaries with and in what areas of your life. So I hope you find it really helpful and I will catch you soon. Oh, and if you enjoyed today's episode, uh, it would absolutely mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star review. As you know, this is a new podcast and I'm trying to get it into the ears of as many wonderful women and human beings as possible. Thank you. Have a beautiful day.